Hi, I'm Karen. Um, in this video today, I'm going to be having um, the thought of the moments. Right, I haven't done one of these in a while and I realized that the other day, um, actually yesterday, after someone uh, commented on one of those videos that I did not too long ago and it's talking about being lost and feeling numb and I believe they went by JGJG. So because of them, <laughs> watching that video kind of inspired me to realize I don't need to get too lost in the sauce of makeup. Um, and and stick to the reason why I started this channel. Spread a good word as I'm learning and I'm growing spiritually. Yeah, as I'm learning and growing spiritually. So, all right, so let's get into this. Uh, I'm just actually winging it. I'm going to go to this app right here. All right, um, these kind of these two actually kind of go together. I'm gonna read this one and then read the other one. All right, and basically these come uh, from this app here. You can find it on uh it's a proverbs app you'll see it with a little birdie the little dove <laughs> the little birdie yeah i love these because they pop up every day and they pop up every day at uh 12 midnight and they give me a reason for me to read with no excuse to read the bible one thing i would say that i'm learning is you gotta read it for yourself especially if you don't do this often or at all i feel like god speaks to you through everything it could be through music, it could be through somebody who's walking up to you, but especially, I feel like it's through words. This is my personal belief. So, an experience, not just a belief. And this has been happening to me since 2008. So, yeah, it's a noticeable, notable, noticeable experience. So, uh, this one is titled, The Lord Blesses Abraham. And the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you, and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashores. Your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies, and in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. And this is Genesis 22, chapter 15 through 18. All right, and that came from the Prayer and Blessings app. And then the next one is from the Proverbs app. And this one says, a wise man feareth and departeth from evil, but the fool rageth and is confident. And I kind of felt like these two went together. I realized this, it, he's not keeping anything from God. So you don't have to look at it as in your offspring is in you sacrificing your offspring because this is uh, basically what happened. This is after, you know, Abraham and Sarah went through that years of having no children. God coming to them and telling them, hey, you're going to have, you know, children. And they're like, yeah, OK. And then years later, they still have no children and they try to do their own thing. They get their servant pregnant and try to do things their way because that's how they saw it's possible. They didn't see it the way God saw it possible. They were like, oh, there's no way, we're too old, you know? And imagine how many times some of us tell ourselves that, oh, I'm too old, oh, I'm not gonna be able to do that, or oh, I'm gonna have to do it this way because this is the only way I see it possible. And yeah, nothing is gonna work out unless I do it like this. Or it can be even, if, you know, if you want a man, well, I want this man, so I'm gonna do what I need to do because I'm not gonna have a man no other way, so I'm gonna be with married men, or I'm going to force my way to have this man and I'm gonna sleep with him because that's gonna make him want me. Or 
I see all the stuff he's doing, he's cheating on me and everything, but I'm gonna have a baby with him because this is the only person for me and I love him so much and there's nobody else in the world for me. We could keep going down the list of stuff that you could compare this to and you'll come to realize that we're only trying to force our way. So that's the thing to think about. What are you doing to force your way to try to make things happen in your life? So, and of course, as God said, they would have, you know, a child. So they had a child, you know, if you have a child and you haven't had one before and you're raising one, them with the person that you love dearly and that's your only child you've ever had or you just love that child so much, you're not going to want to sacrifice your child on the altar in the mountain because God said so. Um, but that's how much Abraham loved and trusted God. He loved and trusted God so much that he leaned on his every word and was following suit. Anyway, he gets up there, they built the altar, he tied him down, get ready to sacrifice him, and God says, stop. Maybe I, I'm paraphrasing. Go along with me here. God says, stop, and a sacrifice shows up on the mountain. A lamb sacrifice shows up, shows up right in the nick of time. And I feel like that's how God works. He wants you to be obedient, to listen to him and to fear him and seek him first. Not seeking somebody else, how, how can I have this person do this for me? Cause I need this and they can do it for me. And I realized that has been a thought that I thought for some reason was correct in my mind. Oh, I'm gonna get a man so he can help me do this. He can do that. I need a man so he can help me pay for this because I don't wanna pay for this by myself or I don't wanna have to be by myself to go to do all these things. How am I gonna go do all this? Whatever. There's so many different situations that you can think of and compare to that. And one of my greatest journeys since last year because it started when I started making that video. That's what made me think about all of this. Um, that numb, having that numb feeling and feeling lost and feeling like, okay, you got stuff going on for you, but I feel like I was, literally, I've come to realize I was being pruned. I realized God was pruning me because I only brought myself but so far. He got my attention through, you know, the secret. He got my attention through the power of the now. He got my attention through all these other things, but they weren't enough that I was seeking him first versus seeking other people and what other people could do for me. And I felt like when everything felt like it was falling apart and when nothing came through, when nobody could help me do none of these things, I realized something. God was pruning me. He was pruning off all the unnecessary branches that weren't going to bear me any good, great, awesome fruit in my life, period. And that book that I mentioned in that video, I still read it. Actually, I'm actually reading it now. So that's what kind of makes it a little bit like, God trying to get my attention here because what was out of me, odds of me reading it the day before and I check my thing, my notifications, and that's the exact book that I'm mentioning. I'm telling you, God has a way of using those same words no matter how many times you've read it. He has a way of using it to speak to you in your current situation right now. And, and that book is called The Secret of the Vine. And um, the more and more I read it, the more and more I see things about my current self. And I'm realizing that we are to trust God and we can't keep doing our own thing and say we trust in God. We can't keep sleeping with people. Let's, let's just go there. Let's, let's go there. Let's go there. You can't keep sleeping with people and you ain't married. You can't keep getting drunk because you inviting all kinds of things to jump into your body. And it's not just people. You ever wonder when you black out, whoa, who's directing the show? 
think about it. If you ain't there, you don't remember who is. If you if you have an unforgiving heart, you haven't forgiven, you, you may forgive everybody else, but you have this one person that's just, oh, they've done you so, so wrong. Like, it's the wrongest wrong that could ever possibly happen in your whole entire life, and you can't forgive them? Oh, believe it. You're gonna be, you're, you're gonna experience some pruning. Your pruning is going through some painful stuff, losing all kinds of things that you, and going through things that you've never gone through before. Um, that it's just like, you know, it's traumatic. Yeah, the, the greatest thing I realized is you can't keep doing what you want to do and follow God at the same time. Those two don't, they don't go together. You will partially be able to experience some stuff, but I'm telling you this now, if you, if you've been coming to God and you're still doing your own thing and you're starting to experience a lot of unnecessary suffering, I want to say it's because you're still sinning. That whole, I'm going to do me, I'm going to do what I want to do, or this is me, you got to accept me. Um, it even boils down to cursing. Man, I used to curse like a sailor, a straight up sailor. I had to let that go. And it's been a pruning process continually from partying all the time to not doing that at all. But that's my personal choice on not partying. Because who are you going to be out there? If you're going out there to meet people that are equally yoked with you, I'm going to tell you this. Um, you're going to meet people who are equally yoked with you and the person that you are at that moment. So I'm just saying, if you meet people who party, you meet people who drink all the time, you meet people who smoke all the time, you're going to be with that type of person. And those also come with other things too, which is a person who has no self-control. Um, yeah, and the list just goes on and on. So we don't veer off and stick onto the subject. Um, I feel like you have to be willing to give up those things. And that's kind of that, that sacrifice, that thing that means the most to you. You sacrificing it, giving it up to God. And he will show you something else that is really, really, really what you needed. Not just what you wanted, but what you need in your life. Because trying to force our way and make things happen according to the way, the only way we see possible is so limited. It's such a limited view. All right. And then once again, it comes right back to the proverb, which is a wise man feareth and departeth from evil. Because he fears God. He fears God enough to know I have no business doing that. And that includes hanging with our friends who are doing things that we don't agree with. I'm not saying I'm going to judge you. That's your business. But I can't invite myself into that. I can find other things to do with my friends in that you know, that doesn't put me in a compromising situation where I'm going to be tempted to do things I have no business doing. And that's how I look at it. Why would I put myself in the path of temptation? Because I prayed for it? No, I'm not going to intentionally do it to myself. No, I'm not. So it's just things just to think about. So it's a wise man feareth and departed from evil, but the fool rageth and is confident. Maybe he's confident or she is confident because they're like, well, this is me. This is who I am. So you're going to have to accept me because this is me. So whatever that means for you, whoever's watching, you just think about that. You know what it is for you. You know what that particular confidence in that rage or that whatever it is that you're doing that you have no business doing, that sinning, that evil. Because it's pretty, It's the Bible is pretty clear and thorough on a lot of things. I want to say one of my favorite phrases, is um, one of my favorite quotes is from Albert Einstein. He says, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting something different to happen. 
The thing is, what are you doing over and over? You're pushing to do things. You're forcing to do things. You're trying to make things happen the way you think they are possible. And you keep doing this over and over and you're experiencing failure in some form of another. Because you could get that person and something terrible happens or you could get that job you quote unquote supposed to have, but you just feel like something's missing out of your life. I mean, we could go down the list of just having, thinking we have it all or we're losing everything through that pruning process and you just not realizing that it's only because you're not seeking God first. It's not that God doesn't want to bless people. It's not, God is in the business of blessing. From what I've been reading, He is in the business of blessing. But we can't keep doing our own thing. We can't keep sinning and not fearing God and doing what we want and think we can do both. You can still worship God and you can still sin and you'll still put a Cause it's like, well, God is only convenient when I need to ask him to do stuff for me. And, but I'm gonna still do my own thing while I'm at it. Because in all honesty, I really don't believe. Anyway, that's pretty much it for this video. It's just to make you think about things that you're doing in your life. You might be Christian, you might not be. Um, you might be of another faith. Um, this principle just kind of runs across the board. You know, whether you look at it as, well, I'm doing good, isn't that enough? I'm gonna say no, <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Only because I've been that person. I've been that person that thought, well, I'm doing good, so that's enough. And um, this, for me, it's not. And it wasn't, and it's not ever going to be. I would definitely love to hear y'all thoughts down below. Um, what did y'all think and what did y'all interpret from the um, passages that I read and of course if you're experiencing anything and what you've done like to turn it around like what have you noticed like like what have you noticed in your life like experiencing pruning and what did you do to turn things around you never know who you're gonna encourage with your story with other people who need to hear confirmations of like this is real God is real and you need to be getting your life in order now don't wait. You're not promised. No one is promised tomorrow. Start now and it starts with a simple getting down on your knees, humbling yourself and praying to God. Ask him to show you. Ask him to help show you how to turn your life around. Ask him to help in whatever particular place it is in your life or area in your life. Um, and I recently started doing this and I don't know why I never thought to do this. But I guess that's what happens when you're growing. Um, you're growing your relationship with God, which is learning to trust him and asking him for direction. I just want to say is try it. Ask him for something to help you, show you whatever it is specifically. The thing is, do not be afraid to act and don't go back to your old way of doing things. I know it may seem difficult for us to trust God, but I'm gonna tell you this. If what you were doing is not working, trusting God is an awesome, awesome step in your life. It's been over a year since I did that video. Um, but the way I've seen my life change in the direction that it's headed, like, I can't say it's me because I'm not doing anything other than being obedient, doing the work when it shows up, and saying yes. Anyway, that's it for this video. Y'all take care, and I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.